0: today on CityCast Chicago. Maybe you've seen the Pagoda-style buildings from the Red Line, or you go to Chinatown when you have friends visiting, or to sing karaoke or eat authentic cuisine. Did you know Chicago is one of the fastest-growing Chinatowns in the country? Yeah, but growing doesn't always mean changing.
1: How can we make Chinatown more welcoming? How can we make Chinatown more inclusive? I just want people to know that, like, Chicago
0: Chinatown, the youth, we are trying, you know? We talked to one young Chinatown resident trying to infuse new energy into the neighborhood's annual summer fair and an older member of the community who hopes they succeed. It's Tuesday, July 27th. I'm Jacoby Cochran, and this is City Cash Chicago. For more than a century, the intersection of Surmac and Wentworth has been the cultural, economic, and residential center of Chicago's Chinese community. But as one of the fastest growing Chinatowns in the country, it's expanded into surrounding neighborhoods.
2: As more and more, you know, uh, Chinese residents or immigrants coming to settle down in Chinatown, we have limited space. So they expanded. The Chinatown now is expanded. Expanded, you know, further southwestward to uh, Bridgeport, even to McKinney Park. Some of the Chinese residents even settled in Brighton Park.
0: Ben Lau heads up the Chinese American Museum of Chicago. Ben moved to the U.S. from Hong Kong back in 1999 to live with his older sister. He says he remembers Chinatown back then being much quieter than his hometown.
2: Hong Kong is a concrete jungle. There is a lot of high rises, you know, a lot of cars, a lot of people packed in the streets. Here, I can walk, you know, in the street in leisure. I just, you know, take my time.
0: Like so many immigrants who have been in Chicago for decades, Ben has seen a lot change, especially in the last year with the pandemic.
2: Oh, wow. It broke my heart, you know, to to tell the story of last year. Last year, our museum closed twice. And in Chinatown, I would say that like, like a ghost, ghost town. Uh, when I walk in the street, I can hardly see any pedestrians, just a few cars. So a lot of business, you know, they either lay off you know, their, their employees or uh, they close the business for good.
0: But this weekend, Chinatown is not expected to be a ghost town, but far from it. The Chinatown Summer Fair is an annual event that was canceled last year, but is back. Organizers are expecting about 40,000 people during the two-day event. The Summer Fair is also an opportunity to address that Chinatown is at a crossroads. There's the deep history and knowledge of people like Bin Lao, but there's also a younger generation looking to infuse new energy into the neighborhood.
1: I get, yeah, I can tell you that that's going to be the latest day of Chinatown history.
0: <laughs> I can tell you that right now, right now. 24-year-old Shifa Zhang exudes that energy that some residents and businesses are hoping will show the rest of the city that Chinatown is for them, too. Shifa has about 20,000 followers on TikTok and runs a marketing agency called Tien Represent. He came to Chinatown about 10 years ago.
1: When I first got here, I couldn't really speak English, right? All I was seeing, all I was learning about American culture through high school Musical.
0: Right, <laughs> and and you came to Chicago when you were what thirteen, 13 years old?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can see how trouble that is, right? So I came to America with the mindset of, oh, the high school is going to be like people just
0: burst out singing. We're all in this together.
1: And then, okay, guess what? Ending up in the um, south side of Chicago. Um, so it's like I went to a Harbor High School. It's like, whoa, this is not what I uh, anticipated, you know. So for my first few years, um, when I was in high school. Um, I actually work in the restaurant It's actually by triple crown. I was a boss boy because I couldn't speak any English. My only job being there was to pick up the plate and make sure to clean up the table. Cause I couldn't speak English. Right. What
0: were your impressions of Chinatown when you got to Chicago?
1: Oh, I see, right. Oh, I see of Chinatown is through the movies, through the media. Right. So all I see is I like probably like the the rush hour you mean you know? like rush
0: hour like chris tucker yeah yeah yeah.
1: Jackie yeah, yeah yeah exactly so they were at one point they were in chinatown but when i got here most of the immigrants here we are working in a, we actually at a low income family you know it's not as nice as people think um so it's a really tight community and most of the people here they don't really speak english you know speaking english is a privilege and most of us because we cannot really speak english we have to stay in a community which is nice and a good and nice and not nice at the same time right nice is that it's a sustainable community that probably you don't really need to step outside of community to in high school so we have our own elementary school we have our own doctor we have everything here right at the same time it's you're just gonna live living here for 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 a period of time so you're not really exposed to yourself to other
0: culture at harper high school a predominantly black school in west inglewood Shifa discovered hip-hop and break dancing and other cultures outside of Chinatown. That is what he's trying to do with the Chinatown Summer Fair. Use his marketing agency and social media presence to bring in people from outside the neighborhood.
1: For Chinese, we always head down and just do the work. Like, make sure that the event is safe, that make sure the event is nice. But at the same time, nobody think about, like, nobody really care about marketing. You know what I mean? Nobody really care about how to talking to other people. Nobody thinking about actively reaching out to other communities, you know? So that is really important. So Chinatown Summer Fair, they've been organizing this for the past 40 years. Chinatown Summer Fair has been phenomenal. You know, it's been a really great event for the community, you know? But now, Chinatown, we are really resourceful. So how can we utilize this, and then we reach out to the other surrounding communities and actually bridge out, right? Hey, we have a stage. You guys want to perform? Like, we have this. We need help. You guys want to come in, you know, by getting people involved, you know?
0: And it's not just Chinese performers. You got Filipino performers like King Marie. You got yep. Black performers like Super. Like, it's an intersectional stage.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why I really want to help uh, China Summer's, Chinatown Summer Fair, you know, and also this is the biggest reason they invited me, you know? So when you're coming to Chinatown Summer Fair 2021 this year, you're gonna see varieties of vendors, street vendors, and also it's open up to the AAPI businesses too. So personally, I'm really, really excited because you can see a, like a really new Chinatown that you never really seen before because we bring we been really inclusive to other AAPI community at the same time we are bringing other culture in too like hip hop, right? So um it's gonna be a really different ch- Chinatown you will see you normally see in other days.
0: I mean you just said it yourself you all have are planning and about to execute the largest Asian American festival in the Midwest during those planning stages were there some disagreements between you know your team and, and older members of the committee.
1: Yeah yes there are a lot of disagreement um the meetings, the organizers meeting get really intense every time, you know? Um, So I constantly uh, need to step up. Otherwise, if I don't speak up at that moment, they just gonna say, oh, they just gonna, cause you know, like the organizing event, first of all, it's not easy, you know what I mean? And then they've been doing this for a really long, long time. And then I think the biggest thing was the, it, it was go, also going go down to budget. So we have to like cut down over and over again. And then uh, at that point is that, like, okay, make sure that we are breaking even. So I think most of the time that, you know, like in, um, in a Chinese setting, we don't really talk about money that much, you know? Cause at the end of the day, this is a community event. We are not here to make money. We're not here to make profit. But at the same time for me is that young people, right? I'm thinking about the longevity of this event. You know what I mean? So in 20 years, like 20 years later, Who's going to be organizing
0: this? can imagine that also creates some dynamics because you have a new way of doing things. And they're like, well, we've been putting on this festival for 40 years. These organizers for what, the last 27 years? They're like, we haven't needed all of that. And you're like, I feel you, but this could be bigger. Yep, This could be better. And so if if we have alcohol, we can attract younger people and also make a little money. Um, So I see that again, that you're, you're trying to balance that respect taking in that knowledge from your elders but also bringing in that dynamic energy a lot of my friends a lot of the people i know haven't spent a lot of time in chinatown for people in chicago or tourists who've never been what do you want people to know about chicago's chinatown
1: yeah chicago chinatown is the fattest growing Chinatown in the united states because other chinatown in the nations they are people are moving away from chinatown so for us, China, Chicago-China is really unique, you know. Um, so for us, it's also like we are, we are also really different from other
0: Chinatown in the, in the United States. Ben Lau from the Chinese American Museum of Chicago won't call the clashes of ideas with Shifa and other organizers conflict. But he does agree that the youth in Chinatown need more reasons to stay. Well,
2: I, I can see that there is always a generation gap, not just within the Chinese community. I think in every other ethnic group state, there is a generation gap. You know, that's why currently in Chinatown, there are some, you know, fancy restaurant. They don't call them Chinese restaurant. Like, you know, they they just call restaurant like uh, Joye noodles. They provide you know Asian foods, Asian food, you know, Asian cuisines.
0: What do you want Chinatown to look like over the next decade?
2: I would love to see more and more younger generations, you know, uh, living in Chinatown. I know, you know, some younger generations, some young professionals, they move away from Chinatown or they want to live in the suburb or live in some fancy high rises in downtown. And I hope that, you know, they could come back to Chinatown so that uh, different generations can mingle together. I wish, you know, children, when they got married, they live close to me too. You know, that there's a Chinese tradition that, you know, the older generation look after the younger generation and become and, be, and, and after the older generation become real old, they would love to be with the younger generation They would be together.
0: Thanks to Ben Lau and Shifa Zhang for sharing their stories of Chinatown with us. The Chinatown Summer Fair is this Saturday and Sunday on Wentworth Avenue from Cermak, 24th place. This conversation was inspired by a Chicago Reader story. Check out the show notes for a link to it. Before I let you go, a little bit of news, y'all. Today is the 102 year anniversary of the 1919 Chicago riots. In this past weekend, community organizers added a marker to Eugene Williams' grave site. Williams was just 17, when he was killed by a white mob while visiting a segregated beach. If you never learned about this event in school, please take some time and read about it. Chicago's COVID cases were averaging 70 a day last week and has more than doubled in the time since. The mayor says that the mask mandate and other restrictions could return if we reach 200 a day. And some good news to get you through. Showtime home of the hit drama The Shy, has donated $500,000 to clean up and add public art to dozens of empty lots in Bronzeville and North Lawndale. You still have time to binge this season before the season four finale airs this Sunday. Remember, for more Chicago stories and events, sign up for our daily newsletter at chicago.citycast.fm. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Peace. Pagoda, pagoda, pagoda. Here we go.